We acknowledge that Spruce Grove Public Library sits on Treaty 6 territory and expresses gratitude and respect for the land we use with the pledge that this organization will actively work to end systematic racism, continue to participate in truth and reconciliation, and partner with our neighbors First Nations, Alexander Cree, Alexis Nakota Sioux, Enoch Cree, and Paul, to improve indigenous programming, services, and resources in our community. We are here to provide an informative and entertaining method to reach out to our community of Spruce Grove. If you have any questions or concerns about anything you hear on this podcast, you can email us at behindthestacks at sgpl.ca. been since our last episode feels like forever sorry everyone i know it's been a while there's lots happening here at the library we're going to tell you about let's stop apologizing and get right into housekeeping so first up is our card contest courtney hmm. what is the best value card to have in your wallet would you say there's these credit cards with mm-hmm. low interest there's cards that give you points i'm thinking as a card that gives you rewards and you don't even have to buy anything What's that card called again? I think, Simone, it's called a library card. Ding! <laughs> did I win? It. You did! You Yay! win! <laughs> yes, a library card is the ultimate reward card. It's free. It gives you access to books, movies, music, video games. Yes, video games. Ebooks, audiobooks, resources for learning, for cooking, for driving. So many things. Like, we could do a whole episode just listing what you get with a library card just by signing up. There's even more of a bonus this month. We are doing a contest. Sign up for a library card during November and you'll be entered for a super awesome prize package, which we will be drawing the winners of at the end of the month. So you've still got time. And if you have a library card and you know already the benefits, share that with your friends and family. Tell them to come here and sign up. It's going to be the most amazing early gift you could give them just before the holiday season. Next, we have talking circles. We have two more left for this year. So we have one coming up on November 30th. And now we're doing themes for talking circles, which are really cool. So for November's theme is natural law. So these are laws that come from the creator and the land through our ancestral stories. And therefore, they are sacred. Uh, And then in December, which I think is just a beautiful theme, is reciprocity. So the more you give, the more you get back. So that's for December. That one's on December 14th. So both Wednesdays. Start at 5.30. We'll have snacks from about 5.30 to 6. And then the program will start from 6 to 8. Is that a registered program? No, you can just come on in. Better. Easy peasy. Come on in. Have some food. Discuss with our knowledge keepers and elders. Just come with an open heart. Toy Mountain is back. Yes, that's right, Simone. Toy Mountain is back. So from November 12th to December 10th. Bring an unwrapped gift to the library. There's a giant box right at the front there and help our mountain grow. So we are partnered with Kinets on that one. So yeah, we just take in all kinds of gifts. They will disperse them to the community that need them the most. Like we just talked about reciprocity, but what a wonderful way to give back. How many years have we been doing Toy Mountain? Since I started, so I'm sure it's even before that. I want to say at least five, six years. (laughs) Oh, that's so 
Polson. So let's make this year the biggest mountain ever. FYI, winter program registration begins on December 13th. What's happening in Spruce Grove? This is huge. Oh my gosh. This was huge. This is the beginning of the month, but still, I, I think it deserves yes notification. So we've been mentioning this off and on, the civic center that's being built that will contain a second Spruce Grove library branch, as well as NHL-sized ice hockey rings, uh, Black Box Theatre, Art Gallery, the City of Spruce Grove website, sprucegrove.org. The headline, Groundbreaking Event Officially Marks Start of History Making Civic Centre Project. It's really happening. This is huge for our community. I, I hope everyone's as excited as we are. Mm-hmm. Not only because we get to be a part of this project, but just like what this will provide for the community is just spectacular. Yes, this is amazing for our city. The city worked closely and consulted with residents, stakeholders and experts to develop the concept for the Civic Centre, which addresses critical ice shortages and expands art and culture opportunities in the community. And the mayor, Jeff Acker, is quoted as saying, We are excited to see work begin on the Civic Centre, as this will become a space that will support community connections as residents come together to enjoy art, culture and sport. I'd also like to thank the province of Alberta, for recognising the importance of this facility to our community and for their support of this project. Thank you, Province of Alberta. Well said. I think I try leisure as much as it's beloved. I think the community needs more. Yes. Definitely. Some people may have more of a taste for the theatre and the arts, and now this is being open to them. So really is something for everyone. So you can visit sprucegrove.org slash civiccentre for more information. Very exciting. Light up! Light up! Yes! Very exciting. Back at Central Park. Yes, with us, of course. Of course. <laughs> Obviously. It wouldn't be the light up without us. That's right. So come on down Saturday, November 26th from 3.30 to 6.30 p.m. That's earlier. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That is that, awesome. I was there last year. It was a smidgen later. Man, was it dark and cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll still be dark because I mean, it gets dark at like four. But man, it was, it was burr. But they're going to have all kinds of cool stuff. Look at all this stuff complimentary hot chocolate and hot dogs oh i've had the hot chocolate and hot dogs they're very good cookie decorating maple taffy on a stick celebrate indigenous cultures with visual display and banner create magic with ice carving create a message for the wishing tree learn to curl it says bring clean running shoes so if you're going to do the curling bring some clean shoes carnival games market crafts and activities story time with the spruce grove public library a photo booth oh there's so many things did you see there's more we're not even done look at this head to oh my gosh to 5 right. and then they've got so they'll turn all the lights on and everyone can do ooh and ah yep fireworks and then there's an outdoor disco party outdoor disco party disco party a public skating in the arena with elsa and anna what so they've come all the way from arendelle to spruce grove that's incredible that is that's amazing skates and helmets required the event wraps up at 6.30, but you're welcome to stay in the park and enjoy the lights. Oh, what a wonderful start to the festive season. And you know what, folks? That's not all, because we're having a crafternoon at the library we before are. that event. You can come down, make, we have about three different crafts people can make before you go to the light up. So, <clears throat> wow. Wow. So you can really get into the spirit. Come to the library, make some crafts, and then head over to Central Park. That sounds like the perfect day. I agree. And all what? Free. <laughs> free. All free. All free. I like free. Well, you know, as the holiday season is coming, mm-hmm. 
you know, your budget might be a little tighter because you're buying gifts for people. Yes. But don't forget to have fun for yourself. Absolutely. This is a great time to get together with friends, family, enjoy the beautiful lights and just have a good time and not worry about the purse strings. It's so exciting. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm just like giddy. I'm like, she's bouncing in the chair. She's bouncing. Okay. Let's go straight into what you're reading or watching or listening or playing. What have you been up to? I have read a few books, actually, but the one that's really stood out for me, a manga, and it's called My Brain is Different by Mong Zusu. Stories of ADHD and other developmental disorders. So there's 10 stories. They're all short stories, and they're about different people, different ages, are diagnosed, think, and then learn later in life that they have ADHD or autism. I love this book. I found this so relatable. It goes to a lot of the characters when they were children at school, struggling, you know, especially in Japan. It's it's a very strong emphasis on learning and being the best and getting your work done. And so the struggles they're having have an extra pressure with a lot of the parents in the stories not understanding and thinking their children are just being lazy or disobedient. There's a lot of stories about families learning about brain and about different conditions coming together. They have a lot of really good resources there as well. There are they're like job finding workshops, but they're for people with uh, ADHD. So they get to do jobs that aren't too stressful or overstimulating. The schools have particular classes. So it's a bit like here with the teacher's aid or the special learning, but it seems even more structured to kids who are struggling with regular school and the lesson plan and the work they're doing it's really beneficial from the end of it i kind of got the idea that while it's still a bit of a taboo subject there there is a lot of work being done to make it more recognized i know it's kind of a you know no matter where you are you can relate to the story struggling and trying to figure out why you're different and why Everyone else seems to understand how to do something and you're struggling with it. And then diagnosis and start getting the help you need and seeing all the community resources is really good. What a great recommendation. I was glad to hear because as soon as you're mentioning like, you know, it's in Japan, different culture. And I know they don't always recognize mental health as like mm-hmm. a thing or anything like that. But it's really starting to come around. Like yeah. you see it in creative dramas. You see it in manga where it's like, mm-hmm. no, this exists. We're not all, you know, yeah, little robots. <laughs> yeah, there was one story where a dad was getting really angry at his daughter and being like, she doesn't listen, she doesn't do what she's told, blah, blah, blah. And it turns out that he has ADHD. And his wife does some gentle nudging, wives have to sometimes with the husbands, <laughs> to get him to see that her behaviour is exactly the same as his. Ah. And by the end of the story, they're still struggling a bit, but he is working a lot harder because he understands why his daughter's having the struggles that she is. That book is here on our shelves, so I would highly recommend. And another book I recently, well, actually, as recent as yesterday, it's a graphic novel called A Girl Called Eka. She's Métis. She's moved to a new town where very shy, it's very strange, and she doesn't feel like she fits in. And she's going to, in her class, they're doing a study on the history of Métis. And she has this ability to actually travel back in time and be there with the settlers with the tribes and this first book is called the pemmican wars and it tells the story of hudson's bay hudson's bay yeah basically it's the the old story of 
these big companies completely ripping off the indigenous population who were trying to trade and hunt. They were banned from hunting buffalo and banned from selling the food. Eventually, there was a battle. Um, this is the first book in the series. There's three more. I grabbed them all off the shelf yesterday. Was that off the Métis Week yes, display? Yes, it was <laughs> off the Métis Week display. So that looks familiar. I think I made that display. It is a really, really good book, and she has kind of um, a difficult relationship with her mom, but they're starting to connect because she's learning about her history, and her mom is like, you know, your grandfather was so proud to be Métis, I don't know much about it, and she's saying, well, this is what I've learned, and they're starting to have a conversation. So I'm going to start the second book right away and see, you know, where she travels to next. Um, She wakes up in... Wakes up, I guess she returns in her classroom and they're all like, why aren't you paying attention? What's going on? Without realising that she's actually travelling back in history. I'm excited to see what the next book is going to uncover on her adventures. Those are the two books I've read recently. Great recommendations. Thank you. What about you? I was about to ask, did you do any like playing or watching the videos? I did watch a... F- oh, yes. I did watch Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. This movie, when I was a kid, back in the 80s, scared me so much i thought it was the greatest movie ever so my friend julie came by just before halloween and i was like we're gonna watch halloween 3 i found it scoured through a few different streaming channels this is going to be really good i loved this when i was a kid yeah it's not held up well (laughs) what to say how did that pan out basically it's the halloween movies but without michael myers there's this guy he's a warlock and he creates these latex masks there's a skull, a pumpkin, and a witch. And the kids put them on, and they have little microchips in them that, on the night of Halloween, transmit the signal that turn the masks into, basically, killing machines that <laughs> cause snakes and rats and bugs to come out of the children. And it's, it's all to do with um, a sacrificial ceremony for Halloween that this warlock businessman guy wants to bring back. So there's a subliminal message on the TV. Wear your mask on Halloween night. And this guy is trying to stop it. And he goes to the factory where they're all being made. And he has this other woman with him. And there's the obligatory love scene. Even though there's no chemistry between them at all. (laughs) It was made in like 1983, I think. And the final few minutes are pretty good. But up to that, I was just like, oh, wow. This is not how I remember it at all. Is Jamie Lee Curtis in it? No, she is. Oh, well then, nope. <laughs> no, no, Jamie Lee Curtis. Nope. Yes, yeah, this company called Silver Shamrock, and they have this little jingle. Happy, happy Halloween, Silver Shamrock. And I remembered that my whole life. And so <laughs> that, that was the same as I recalled, but everything else, I was like, oh dear. And Julie's like, you like this as a kid? Why Why did you like this? And I was trying to figure it out. I'm like, maybe it was this scene. Maybe it was that, that mask. Didn't solve that mystery. And if you have seen it, or you remember seeing it as a kid, let me know what you thought. Because it didn't hold up for me. Curious, I'm like, can they take the masks off? Like, well, they... they can. They can take the masks off before Halloween. Oh, okay. So you see all the kids running around with the masks, and you're being like, "Woo, silver shamrock!" And this guy is getting more and more stressed. But once Halloween night comes, nine o'clock on Halloween, there's a little image of a pumpkin on the TV and a voiceover saying, "Children, witches, pumpkins, skulls, come sit at the TV. Watch, watch." The screen starts flashing. If you are um, sensitive to flashing, that's also not a good movie. It sends a signal to this little silver microchip. It's very high tech. Yeah, 1983. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And this one woman finds one on the floor. I guess it fell out of a mask. And she's in her room and she's like, oh, I'm going to get my tweezers and try and fiddle with this. Because, of course. Yeah. That's exactly what I do when I find something. I don't know what it is. I'm yeah. Break apart. So this huge blue laser bolt goes choo, right into her face. And suddenly she's like, ah, hand over her face. And you see rats and snakes coming out between her fingers. Ooh. And that's your first inkling that things aren't good. Yeah, right. <laughs> don't do that now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Basically, they're building this giant monument at the factory to this ancient god, the guy who runs it. Saying, you know, I want to bring sacrifices back to All Hallows Eve. And it's very wow. silly. <laughs> and he has these robots that look like, <laughs> they kind of look like Donald Trump. <laughs> all these businessmen in these suits with bad 80s hair. And you find out they're actually robots. And they kill anyone who finds out, you know, the secret. And there's a car chase, but cars are driving quite sensibly, like following a good speed. <laughs> Car chase, air quote. <laughs> yeah, it's like, mm, oh, we better signal while we turn. And... There's no signaling car chases. You just... <laughs> oh, there's the delayed car chase. And this guy gets squished between two cars and he's like, ah! <laughs> you can tell he's just standing between them. Good fun. Yeah, but eight-year-old me thought it was the best thing ever. It's a warning to maybe not revisit the childhood films that you loved. Or maybe you should because it can also be very entertaining. I definitely have a cringe factor whenever I rewatch the stuff that I used to like. I'm like, what? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. No. I, no. Mm-hmm. Or the old, this did not age well. Mm-hmm. Don't tell anyone you like these. Yeah. Well, and then Iris, you know, I watch stuff and she's like, you liked this? And I'm like, I don't know why. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe People I'll... change. It's okay. <laughs> it's what happened to you one day. <clears throat> That's right. That's right. So I actually haven't been reading much. I feel bad. What? I know. I know. I Who got, are you? I know. I got stuck playing a video game. Oh, what were you playing? Uh, Cult of the Lamb. Is that creepy? It sounds creepy. If you Google images, oh my gosh. So essentially you were, the story is you were going to be a sacrificial lamb, but then a demon finds you and saves you. So now you're kind of like this demon's pawn and he wants you to build a cult mm-hmm. in his honor. And that's exactly what you do. You take care of your followers in a cult and I'm not sure. It's oh, it's a video game like something of Isaac. I know, but it's like chibi cartoony. You're like, aw, it's so cute. But then you're like, you know, see, you, you always do this. This is like <laughs> that book, the the one with the hedgehog on the front, right? Misleading. It, yeah, so cute. Yeah. And then you read it, and it's like, oh, this is horrific. Yeah. You're like, what have I, what have I done? Because I'm like, same thing. I'm like watching gameplay. I'm like, this is so cute. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Why not? And now I'm mildly addicted to it because you get to basically take care of these people in your cult and you got to, you know, recruit them and I air quote indoctrinate them into your cult. (laughs) But they can like go up against you and you have to like fight monsters so you can like get food so they can like have a farm and all this other stuff like you. It's everything. (laughs) So it kind of ties in a bit with the Halloween movie. Right? A little bit. It's it's really cheesy. But yeah, I can't remember the other game. It's very similar to... It's called, I can't remember the first word of it, but something of Isaac. I don't know if you ever played that. Cause no. Remember the old school, like, Zelda levels where you got trapped in a dungeon, you had to defeat all the monsters, and then you get your prizes, and then yes. you continue on? That's what the gameplay is like. But then the other part is coming and taking care of your followers. So you got to make sure they have places to sleep. They have washrooms. They get fed. They go to church, essentially. Oh, to the cult. <laughs> to the cult. <laughs> like, it's so everything. Like, like a Tamagotchi cult. Right? But... Because there's two parts, so you can't just go and like, oh, I'm going to beat all these bosses and whatever. 
It's like, no, 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 you gotta come back and take care of your followers. So, so it's a bit like kind of The Sims or something? Yeah, there's like two parts to it. You have to go off and, and you just meet all these like characters and it's quite interesting. <laughs> but yeah, it's and you can be like a really mean leader mm-hmm. or you can be a real nice leader because there's options. So if you decide I want human sacrifice in my, mm-hmm. <laughs> then you can go ahead and do that. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I think it's only rated T for T too. I'm like, oh my gosh. And okay, are you a nice leader or a... I'm middle of the road. <laughs> Some things I'm really nice. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let's let's do this because you gotta gotta make sure that they're happy, right? Yeah. But there's just some choices in this game. I'm I'm, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> don't, don't do. Oh, it's okay because it gives you a lot of choices for things. Let's just say that without going into too much detail about what these choices could be. It's, wow. Yep. I didn't know this episode would go down the road of like human sacrifice and dark. Yeah. For, for November, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Would have been better in Halloween. You're making up for missing our October. That's just it. <laughs> but yeah, it, that's what I've been playing. I've been a nice leader-ish. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. But there's definitely... <laughs> and it, it looks like it's on the Xbox One. Oh. See if I can find that. Yeah, I think it's like everybody. Like it's PC, Switch, mm-hmm. Xbox. It was one of like the cheaper indie games, right? Like it's not the big like $80 game. It's Yeah. It was like, I think twenty or thirty. I love the indie games, right? Like they're quite interesting, and I was mm-hmm. just like, "Oh, okay." Like it, you're a cute little lamb, but not only cute little lamb, you're evil lamb. You can be an evil lamb. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, crazy what people come up with. So when you're not busy being an evil lamb, what else have you been watching or? Rocket Man. <laughs> oh, you, you watch Rocket Man? Maybe one too many times. Oh my gosh, is it great? Oh my. I've seen it before, but then after I went to the Elton John concert and yes. came back, I was like, I gotta watch it six more times. Mm-hmm. Terry Nicotin is just amazing. Oh my gosh. I, I love him. I think it was his birthday recently, too. Oh. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, bud. Yeah. He just does such a good job. And it broke my heart every time I watch it. I'm like, oh, no, no. I know. Like, just your stupid manager and what you had to put up with with the industry. Like, just mm-hmm. broke my heart. And his mom. Oh, his mom. Oh, and his dad. Oh my oh, gosh. No. What a character. Mm-hmm. Have you read his biography? Not yet. What? I have it. And you, you need. You should listen to the audiobook. It's narrated by Taryn Nagic. Does it go into deeper than Rocketman, I would assume? Way more deeper. De- more details about? Oh, man. Yes. Will I be able to handle it? I mean... I think so. Okay. It's it's one of my all-time favorite books. I love it so much. I just guess so and I mean it, it makes me think of like all the other like movie stars that probably went through the same things mm-hmm. and it just it breaks my heart that people have to go through this. I'm like, this is wrong. He, he's just such a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to be loved. Mm-hmm. We love you, Elton. Do okay. Well, yeah. let's let's go to our theme: roses and thorns, highs and lows. Looking back, oh, that's a great name, right? Just like <laughs> I feel like some weird cheesy like I don't know. Image just pops into your mind, like, yeah. Yeah. Like one of those weird pictures of the winds of change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you're just like, yeah. So I didn't know what to call it, so I called all of it. <laughs> like those ones. We're going to look back over the year. Mm-hmm. Would you like to start? I'm getting this book. Um, I could start. Okay. It's been, overall, I think, a very good year. It started off very strange with the restrictions being loosened and people coming back in and getting back into the routine of having a full library again. Although, of course, that's wonderful. We want people here in the library. 
but I think it took a bit of adjusting for everyone, but I think we've handled it really well. Some of my highlights were definitely Pride Month, where I got to be Earl Grey again. It was so fun, and I got a little stick-on goatee this time. Mustache. Must say I look quite dashing. Comic-Con was so much fun. I did a quiz, trivia quiz, and it was going to just be one long quiz, but then I just broke it up into little segments for people to come and go. Such a great time. There were teens helping the little ones with the questions, and that's always a thing I love to see. And of course, our fair. I had the job of asking people why they love the library. Oh, all the responses I got, it just made me feel even more proud of working here. Because we really do make such a difference in people's lives of all ages. I can't believe sometimes I get paid to, to do all this. And of course, if you follow our, our Facebook or our Instagram, I do a lot of the social media. And that's a role I've gotten into more this year. It's just this whole rabbit hole of creativity. And I'm just falling down and I'm loving it. Everyone's here is coming to me with ideas because we're all really creative. I think that's something everyone here shares. It's so much fun and I'm doing things that I haven't done before and that have been a little bit scary, but there's so much support, encouragement. It's all working out and I'm so pumped for 2023. What about you? Very similar. I think it's, I mean, I don't think, I know it's great that, you know, like you mentioned that we, it finally felt like back to air quote, I hate to say normal, Mm -hmm. but you know, we were back into, we didn't have to do programs or services with the restrictions like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. because it was, you know, tricky, but I always felt like it wasn't our full, fully into it. Cause it's like, oh, I'd love to do all these things. Oh, wait, I can only have like X amount of people or we have to be spaced out or we can't look at each other because, you know, Mm -hmm. we're just trying to abide by all the things that we needed to do. But now it's like, (laughs) let's go. So I really felt like, especially towards like the end of the year here, like the fall term, it was just like back into like the full, full passions, full ideas. We didn't have to go, oh, no, wait, no, that won't work. No, I don't know. How will they look like? Mm-hmm. Where will we put them? Can they even do that? Now it's just like, who cares? We we can go. <laughs> yeah, I love that we're uh, allowed to just try new things. Mm-hmm. And if they didn't work, oh, well, it's a learning experience. That's just it. And I love trying new things. So definitely our highlight of our programs without any of the restrictions and i think the programming team just crushed it this year so oh, yes congratulations you guys and if i had to pick a low light i absolutely had to because i was like oh i got my roses but my if i had to pick a thorn mm. was that i didn't have enough time to record more with your smoke yes but, I mean, both a lot on our plates busy yeah really oh and also when i helped uh cover the teen takeover program ah. and a couple of teens wandered in and one said oh we should do this and the other one said no 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 and as they were leaving he said there's an old lady in there i would have run after them be like excuse me i'm not old i should have been like what did you say yeah sonny speak into the horn i can't hear you and just like hobble over yes wait oh i I could definitely hobble some days (laughs) my old knees aren't working right oh yeah the crunchies Mm mm-hmm yep Oh, I think definitely a big high is the staff here. Mm. And having new people get more comfortable in the roles like Melanie, she's just like killing it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Danielle Frey coming back. Yep. So great. And being a published author. Yes. 
that's that's quite an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. But next year will be better. I mean, we've got, I don't know, should we tell anybody about some of the stuff? I think we, we can we have a few minutes. A little sneaklet. Yes. About some of the stuff that we're having, that maybe some of the new stuff they're having, because I know people love the tried and true ones, like Tech Bowl will obviously continue. It does, with the amazing Stuart. Yep. And we uh, have a lot of ideas to spruce that up even more. Excellent. So look forward to those. Yes. Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. We're, we're already working planning on that. that. Yes. Pride Month. Already working on that. It's going to be amazing, too. Yes. So the teen program will be a little bit of a twist. It'll be a teen takeover with Sonia. So she's going to do kind of more structured activities like gummy sushi or... Wow. Yeah, versus just kind of like a drop-in kind of cool hang. It's going to mm-hmm. be a little bit more come and do this thing of awesomeness. That is so cool. Yeah. She has so many great ideas. Oh, yeah. So I was like, are you going to be able to fill all those Fridays? And it was like, push off. <laughs> like, I've got it. Like, Seriously. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you questioning my brilliance? I'm like, I'm not questioning the brilliance. I just, that's a lot. But she, she crushes it. Just bow down and let her. Oh, yeah, exactly. Get out of the way, Courtney. Yeah, Man. move out of the way. Jeez, I'm coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also going to have some mystery parties. So one we have a little bit more for 16 plus. It's a murder mystery. Ooh. And then Sonia again with Sarah is going to do more of like a whodunner. Mm-hmm. But it's a PJ party with snacks. <laughs> so those are both going to be really fun. Um, we're going to have a literary tea party in January for Family Literacy Day. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be tea and treats with a story time and a little craft. And then, this is brand new and I think you'll like this one. You may have already heard about it. The uh, Crazy Cat Person Party. Crazy Cat Person Party? Yes. I so have not heard. Tell we me. We might have some furry friends visit. I'm still working out those details. We might have Build Your Own Cat Castle. Maybe a cat toy. Maybe some cat cheap treats. And it's just going to be pure cat imagination. Cute cat videos. Catastrophic, but in a good way. Yes. I was waiting for you. I'm like, Simone's going (laughs) to rock all these cat puns. I got like perfect. And then I was like, that's all I've got. That's really sad. I know if I bring this up to Simone, she's like, I got 60 more for you. Like, stand back. (laughs) Uh, That's all I have right now. Oh, okay. (laughs) You're really good at the puns. That sounds so great. I... I I have built a couple of cardboard castles for my cats, but I think these ones will be um, much higher quality than my duct tape uh, and random boxes. I don't think so. I mean, cats aren't that picky. You just give them a box and they'd be like, yeah. It's true. Also, when I open the washing machine or the dryer to get laundry out, they like to sit in there. <laughs> like, this is my space now. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> and more clothes. This is where I live. Yeah. Cats are fun. They really are. Yeah, so that's just a little sneak peek at some of the stuff to come, but of course there's way more. And we do actually have it up on our website. The winter-spring two terms are up. So if you want more information, see what's coming for 2023, we've already started. Yes, and we're going to be advertising it on our social media as well. And there'll always be links to all the great content on our website, so... Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and YouTube. It's going to be some really great things happening on those as well. And one more thing, there are going to be, uh, there is going to be a bit of a change to next year's Behind the Stacks. <laughs> it's not that scary. I made it sound like it's really scary. I know, it did. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. No! So, Courtney, yeah. how many hats are you really wearing here? You. 
Well, I'm wearing one right now. Yes. And if I grab yours, I could wear two, but... But job-wise... Mm. A few. Yeah, you have pretty much a hat store, don't you? <laughs> Some days it feels like it. <laughs> so Courtney is still going to be my partner in crime here, but she's going to be stepping back a little to do all these amazing things that we just talked about coming in the new year. And we're going to be having some guest hosts. So different staff members. You're going to be hearing some different voices, people who work here. We're going to add a few different things to the podcast for next year. So it's going to be better than ever, I promise. And with that said, don't worry, December, we're still going to have probably one more little baby episode. And then you're going to gift the world with our bloopers episode. I love those. That'll be coming mid-December. I was just wondering, like, have I said all right yet? Remember that was my first? Yeah. All right. And mine was and, and. Oh my gosh, I just remembered that. All right, all right, all right. You were melting right. my tongue, hey? Yes, I was. <laughs> I got to practice the wow. Oh. That was good. That was pretty good. That was good. I was impressed. All right, then. All right. All right. Wow, now you can't stop. Now I can't stop. If you would like to be a special guest or you have any questions, concerns, or any great episode ideas, you can send them to us at behindthestacks at sgpl.ca. So that's it for this episode. And as Courtney said, we'll be back for a mini one in December and then the blooper and then bigger and better than ever in January. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye.